This is episode 4 of Tripocast, your one-stop shop on all things education and the arts. I am Jeremy Solomon and with me today is Seema Siddiqui. Seema is a certified mental health counselor from Parivartan Counseling Training and Research Center and has worked with adults, children, adolescents and their families. She is passionate about helping people find their authentic selves and their relationship through processing thoughts, feelings and discovery. As a dedicated psychology teacher and counselor for A and AS levels, she believes her students should be equipped in understanding the subject at its best and enjoy learning it. Join us as we discuss among other things the importance of mental health and emotional well-being, mental health in education and academia, and creating awareness on mental health. Hey Seema, what's up? How's life? Hi Jeremy. Uh life has uh, is finally back to the grind. Everyone is back to work, so am I. So yeah. That's awesome. That's great to hear. And I just want to say that I'm very thankful and I even think it's pretty awesome that you and I can get to be on this co- on this uh, podcast and have this conversation because of the friendship we have with each other and the fun times we've had in the little while that we do know each other and I just want to thank yeah. you for being on this uh, show Seema. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me here. It's really exciting. I don't know what you have in store for me so yeah, let's see. Yeah, we're just looking forward to a fun, interesting conversation. And on that note, okay. uh, as you would have seen our previous podcasts, I normally start with a little game, and that is what okay. I'm going to do with fun. you as well. Hmm. And because what we do here at Troposphere revolves a lot, a lot around theatre and drama and the like, we are going to play a little drama game. Okay? No, okay. I, right. I will. Yes. I'll share my screen. I just want to warn you I'm not good at this okay but yeah. Yeah, it's okay. That's all right. We'll just have fun with it, right? Uh so I'll share my screen and on my screen there are a lot of boxes. And in each box there is an action. And that action is specific to school. Going to school, okay. being in school, going from school, okay. things that people do in school, okay? okay? That action is specific to school, okay? at the bottom right of this uh, little video that i have is a timer okay and the timer is for 1 minute okay so what we're going to do is okay since you are the guest over here i'm going to give you the mm-hmm. honor of choosing the option would you like to act first or would you like to act second because here's how this is going to work oh my God. This how it's going to work, right? Okay. As soon as I share my screen and as soon as the countdown starts, the person who starts acting first will try and act out as many of these uh, different actions as they can. And if you are acting first, I will try to guess it. So you'll start acting one thing out. I'll guess it if I guess it right. Okay? Then I will put an X mark with the annotate on that little box. And at the end okay. of one minute. we will see how many boxes we were able to mark okay do i have to get off my chair for this no you don't you don't you can sit down and do that okay. <laughs> yeah so did, yeah did you get the yeah. game yeah okay yeah okay, okay. so i'm going right, to so, so i have to go first so that's your choice what would you like to do would you like to okay. go first or would you like to uh, 
Yeah, I think I'll go first. Okay, done. Done, done, done. So let me just share my yeah. screen. Yeah, we are. So you can see my screen right now and you can see this little timer here. And these are all the different things over here. Okay. So what I will do since okay. you are acting first, I will annotate. And if you are done, say for example, you choose drawing and I guess drawing. After I guess drawing, I will just mark this drawing thing. Okay, so we'll see okay. how many how many things we can mark. Okay, and the sure. ti timer's here. Right. It's a it's a it's a three second timer. So, uh, are you ready to go? Yeah, but you can see it, right? So then. No, I can see it. That's fine. That's the point. I can see it, but I don't know which one you're going to choose. You're going to choose something at random. Oh. Okay. okay. So as soon as right. as soon as okay. I guess one thing. You tell me it's right, mm -hmm. I'll find it and I'll uh, cross it and immediately you start acting the other thing so that we can see how many of these things you can act in one minute. Okay, fine. Okay, right. yeah. Done. So, I'm going to start. Yeah, I'm going to start okay. in three, two, one, go. Uh, playing uh, the violin, is that here? <laughs> <laughs> no, just... Uh, I I can't get that. Yeah, you uh, uh oh, Come on, come on, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> you are uh, uh, okay. Change it, change it. Uh, if okay. you don't get that, you're eating lunch, eating a sandwich, eating okay. ice cream. You are. Tell me if it's right, okay? Uh, okay, no, yeah, it is right, but okay, yeah, eating eating a big specific. burger. Yes. Okay, so that's done. Choose another thing. Okay. Okay. Um. Drawing. Yes. Yes, drawing. Okay, choose another thing. Seven seconds. Uh, reading. Uh, studying. Yeah. Reading a book. Reading, reading a book. Okay, yeah. cool. So you got three. Okay, you got three, and uh, let's see how many. I will be able to get okay let's see how many okay. I will be able to get when I act these out okay and uh, this time you will have to annotate with a different color because I'm going to be acting it out all right okay okay uh... I, okay, okay yours is yours is okay got it yeah yeah yours is a shade of yeah. orange i think okay. right all right yeah so yes. are you ready so yes. i i can't choose the ones that are already taken obviously so we're starting yeah. in three two one talking on the phone yes talking on the phone yes 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 where is it talking on the phone oh come on where is it okay got it Okay, all right. Brushing your teeth. Yes. Okay. Uh, brushing, brushing, brushing. Where is it? Oh, you got it. Okay. What is that? Throwing a ball. Catching a ball. Playing on. Uh, uh, yes, yes. See, wait. see what's there. See what's there. The specific words. Playing at recess. No. Playing at no. Recess. No. Playing tag. Yes. No. 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 Uh, There's another. Tossing a ball. No, 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 no. There's another. Look for the no. phrase. Look for the phrase. Uh, playing catch. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, playing an instrument. Yes. Okay. Sleeping. Y yes. <laughs> Where 
your sleeping word. <laughs> anyway, time's up. You can take sleeping as well since you got that. That is one, two, three, four from the oh, top. Yeah, one, right, two, three, yeah. four from the bottom. Right in the middle. Right. So I think I think since you were able to get, I don't really know how this game would work, uh, because uh, I'm 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 just gonna say. Uh, because it's the first time I'm playing this game also. Since you were okay. able to uh, guess the most, I'm going to declare you the winner. So, yes, yeah, Seema, you're the winner of this game. Okay. <laughs> really, uh, you're bad at guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what this is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, Seema. Um, that was fun. Thank you. I have known you for a couple yeah. of years now. And uh, it's weird because uh, I don't know if that one pandemic year would count as anything at all because it just seemed to whiz past. But I'm going to count it as one of the years I know you as well. And uh, I, I, I don't really want to tell our listeners or the people watching this about you uh, because uh, right now we live in the age of technology where we can go online and we can research and we can find out about people. By the way, this is not an okay to stalk people. So please do not stalk people. But I'm just saying information is freely available. We are on Instagram. We are on LinkedIn. We can find out about people, right? So what I want to do is yeah. I want to ask you to tell me two or three very interesting, unique things about yourself that we cannot find online anywhere. Okay. Um... I really like to box. Uh, I don't think anybody knows that. I did go for boxing for a while and ever since the pandemic hit, I had to stop and yeah, I really miss it. Uh, I think I'm really good at it as well. So yeah, that's one unique thing that not many people know of. Um, I think I really, I, I like I like the idea of being adventurous, but I'm also a person who's very cautious so that doesn't go hand in hand. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I uh, love to uh, try new things and experiment, even though I'm super scared. But yeah, eventually I think I will try. And um, I think uh, what I would say is that I love to, I mean, I think I can relate to people really well. Um, I, I don't know whether it's unique, but I think it's really unique to me because it also complements the profession I'm in. So yeah, I think that's one of the things I would say. All right. Thank you, Seema, for that. And uh, I think uh, if it were me, if I have to think of the earliest memory I have of you or with you, it was when uh, I was in school and I had just joined school that time. Oasis, the school in which both Seema and I work at. And uh, it was uh, the time when this, it was the student council. They were getting their badges and, and uh, it was a very ceremonial uh, function and all that sort of thing and it all went on well and uh, towards the end they wanted to get a picture with uh, the students and at that point in time you were not a teacher you were just there uh, to support uh, the things that were happening and uh, we were trying to get the kids organized but then everyone's really excited at the end of this function but somehow when nobody else could do this, you just stepped in and you told, okay, fine, get these chairs, get this thing. You put the students on steps and you just made them stand there and everything. 
and that was when i was wondering like okay who is this random person who's not part of the school coming and organizing things like this but then that, that yeah honestly that's what i thought but then that just later on once i got to know you and once you joined the school um, and once we got a little closer i i came to understand that you don't necessarily need to be part of something to help out or to make something work and i think that's a really nice quality of yours and over these past few years even though it's maybe just two or three years now uh, i really like the friendship that we have because honestly you are one of the very few people that i can actually talk to and uh, although the few times that we've actually met in school in the past few months we've had very very interesting conversations about different things not necessarily yeah. just academia yeah. So I'm looking forward to one of those conversations right now as well. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I really uh, appreciate and I really love the connect we have as, you know, colleagues and as friends. Yeah, so this is good. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, on that note, you did tell me about this one time before in one of those conversations, but I would like to hear the story from you again. Uh how did you specifically enter into this field or career uh, of counseling or psychology okay uh so actually i mean with psychology it always interested me but i think back then when i was younger uh when i was in college i think i didn't really have the guidance you know someone to tell me that this could be a career path and this is a very interesting subject to take on and you know there was a lot of apprehension with even psychology back then and counseling was out of the question because you know people didn't understand what it actually was about so i actually let go of it and i never looked at it and i went ahead and did bcom in finance which is totally not my forte but well we all do mistakes uh and then um it just so happened that my sister had met with an accident and uh, post uh her accident she was you know traumatized and it was a very difficult um, situation for her because she had a missed college so what i couldn't understand how to you know help her at all i mean as a family member you'll be there you'll do things for them you listen but you still cannot really you know help them uh you know for what they need so i remember reaching out to parivartan and uh, that i just randomly googled and looked for a counseling center and uh, we had a person who came from their counselor and uh, she came a couple of times uh, and there was such a massive change in the way my sister started looking at what happened and and taking care of herself so that kind of you know uh, really hit me uh, i thought that how another person a strange person can come in and really help uh, you know with the techniques that they know of or you know the understanding they have about the you know the subject so yeah so that's that was my first beginning to you know thinking about this and i already had an interest in the subject so that kind of helped me kicked off and i applied to a college uh, i applied to parivartan it took me a really long time to apply because it's very particular but yeah the journey has been long the journey has been difficult but uh, i really love what i do so yeah uh, that's how i came about into counseling and teaching happened uh, by chance uh, i love talking to older kids uh, especially you know 13 14 15 year olds and uh, the opportunity came by where they asked me to teach psychology 
I love the subject. It was new, but uh, once I actually tried it out, I would say, um, it was really nice. I love teaching the subject and uh, the interest that the children showed kind of kept me uh, going with the option of teaching. So yeah, I think it's here to stay because I really enjoy teaching and, you know, um, and also as a counselor in the school. So it, it's really a really great combination. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, you already spoke to me a little bit about uh, what's it like being a teacher in the school. On the other hand, I want you to talk to me a little bit about what's it like being a parent, uh, not necessarily to students that study in the same school that you teach at, because even if they do, mm. you don't teach those grades yeah. because they are quite young. But uh, just just yeah. as a contrast between being a teacher and a parent with regard to psychology or uh, the understanding the human psyche and things like that. Yeah. So, as you know, I have two kids, uh, a 10, 11-year-old now and a 7-year-old. And yeah, I don't teach those classes. Uh, but being a parent is, as it is, it's hard. And uh, no matter what, how, I mean, what you want to do and the best you want to give, you're not so sure if you're actually doing that, right? So, it's, it's quite a struggle and I think any parent would agree with me. Uh, every day is a juggle, every day is a struggle. Um, but I think with psychology and being a counsellor, it has helped me to become more aware, uh, more than anything else. I also think I read too much into things because I'm a counsellor and, uh, you know, teacher. Um, so, you know, the tone that a teacher has, uh, I think it comes out while I'm talking to <clears throat> my kids as well. Uh, so, it, I have to really be very, you know, careful on... I'm not being a teacher right now, I'm a parent, so, you know, drawing that line. I'm not a counsellor, I'm a parent, drawing that line. Um, you know, my my child needs his mother and not a counsellor or a teacher. So, you know, it, it does get, there are fine lines every time I have to, you know, uh, be there for them or I'm hanging out with them. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's difficult, but I also think it's a big blessing because I feel like this subject has, and being a teacher also has made me realise the effort that my children's teachers put in or you know and uh, the awareness that how much work goes into and what a struggle it is to get a child to learn or you know if there's any behavior issues how to like go about it so i think um as much as i would like to think that i'm just a mom and nothing else to my children but i think you know studying psychology and teaching psychology and being a counselor i think somewhere it is it has been quite helpful you know, when it comes to awareness or just understanding them, right? Yeah. Right. I would imagine. I would imagine. And uh, I think I think it would be very similar to, to any other subject, any other teacher because, uh, but not very much yeah. also because if you're looking at a social science teacher or a science teacher, whatever, right? Maybe, or even a yeah. science teacher, like maybe they would take the opportunity every time, uh, they're in the kitchen and they're cooking something to say, this is how a chemical reaction works. Maybe they do that just for fun. But then you can't do yeah. that all the time as well, right? So right. so they, yeah. there is a contrast, yet there is a contradiction there as well. And some of yeah. you seem to have found that, like you said, the line and way not to cross it and how to stay on the right thing with regard yeah. to this. So that's nice to hear. Uh, but... Um, I want to put that aside a little bit because even though you are a teacher, you're a counselor, you are uh, a, a parent, at the same time, even though you're doing all these things, you juggle other things as well. 
So uh, moving away from psychology a little bit, I just want to talk to you a little bit about this business that you have of uh, selling scarves. Because I find that very yeah. interesting to have that side hustle as well. So how did that come about? Yeah. And can you tell me a little about that? Yeah. So it's, it, were, it was an idea that just happened between me and one of my really close friends. And we just decided uh, this was much before, um, you know, I started working full time. Uh, so we just we just happened to think uh, because I cover my hair and I realized that it's quite a struggle to find you know scarves and uh, even if we do find it's you know it's not so nice the patterns or and I realized that a lot of people who don't cover their hair also love scarves as an accessory so it came out of just uh, out of you know doing something for fun every three to six months at small exhibits or you know like a pop-ups so we just started it and uh, it really took off well. There was a lot of, uh, you know, a um, lot of people who wanted it. And so, yeah, so it's really a small, sweet side thing that goes on as and when we get an opportunity, like every <clears throat> six months or three months. But yeah, so that's how we came about it. And uh, it's still on. So, yeah, so mm. we, we do it as and when uh, somebody requires it or if there's a pop-up. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of this, uh, like the Insta page or whatever? It's called, yeah, it is on Instagram. It's called Pink Jasmine India. Yes. And we basically sell scarves uh, as an accessory to however you want to wear it, how you, however you want to drape it. So, yeah, that's what we do. Right. So, like I say in every podcast, in case anybody is interested to find out more about this, I will link the instagram page in the description wherever you're getting your podcast and that's that's one thing that is and we'll also talk a little bit about what you're doing in the space of counseling but we'll come to that a little later as well because now seema is probably one part that i'm looking forward to and that is the rapid fire question round are you ready for this okay okay oh <laughs> you seem excited <laughs> i'm scared right 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 okay yeah so uh like in every rapid fire question round try to answer these questions as quickly as you can uh most of these questions have another question following it which is and why okay some of these questions don't require you to answer it because they're very straightforward questions but uh for for the most if you can tell me and why you are giving me that answer that would be great however if you're uncomfortable with answering any question you don't have to you can just skip it all right Okay, cool. Done. Okay, here we go. What would your perfect Saturday be like? Uh, sleeping late and then stepping out with my friends for a coffee and probably uh, taking my kids and entertaining them in some way because I find that really difficult. Yeah. Okay, since you mentioned coffee, if coffee was illegal, what would its street name be? If it was illegal... Uh, I don't know, band? <laughs> okay. Band coffee. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. What scares you? Um, injections. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. What is the most useless talent you have? Um, I can... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Dance. Okay. Okay. Cool. 
let's yeah. go to the next. Uh, what keeps you up at night? My phone. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, just an amazing answer. <laughs> Most people ask that question too; they get all philosophical. Uh, but <laughs> my phone—that's so realistic. <laughs> that's yeah. so true as well, right? Okay, what yeah. terrible movie do you love? Uh, I really love. Um, I don't. I don't know whether it's terrible, but people don't like it that much. You've got meal. I have seen it twenty-five times at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You can't go wrong with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in the same movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love them. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Uh, what is the silliest invention you have ever heard of? Um, I think. Uh, so many actually because now i can't think of one also like i keep watching them on instagram and facebook <laughs> uh yeah i i can't remember yeah i think uh, something to do with nails like you know like i don't know i, I can't remember anything right now right you know what since seema you can't remember this i'm going to open this out to the listeners so in case you have uh you can answer any of these questions the most terrible movie you love the most silliest invention you've ever had just throw them down in the comments yeah. i'd love to hear from you as well what is the best and worst purchase you ever made purchase uh <clears throat> i uh I think the best purchase <clears throat> that I've made is uh, like I think when I buy my clothes, I think they're really the best because <laughs> I just you know uh, use them a lot. Uh, so I don't go wrong with that on most occasions. I think the worst is um, I bought something for the kitchen and I think it was such a waste. Like it was a waffle maker and a grill and something else and something else, and I realized that none of those things work properly. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is the most ugliest vegetable? I think the um, I don't know what you call it in English, but it's the karela. I think it's mm. yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yes, tastes so good. Right, well. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what is your hometown famous for? That's a very tough question because I really don't know which is my hometown. I've just been all over the place. Uh, but I did grow up in Jeddah, that's in Saudi Arabia, and I think the nicest thing to eat there is the shawarma. I could eat that every day. Yeah, so I would say that. All right, time to add that to my list as well. Then, uh, yeah. what first world problem do you have? What? Sorry. What first world problem do you have? First world problem. Uh, mm, uh, I think it's to do with technology. Like I whine and cry if the internet is not working. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the first world problem. Right, right. I know yeah. we were uh, we are in the morning right now when we are recording this podcast. We were supposed to record it uh, yeah. last evening, and we had some internet issues and everything. And yeah. I'm saying this because, uh, like all the podcasts that we've done, and like so many people who are doing this right now from their homes, we are just making do. We are trying to do the best that we can with what we have. And uh, on that, I'm just going to give a side note that right now the electricity might go off or. There might be a train going outside my house, so you may hear noises and everything. But then, 
I think what matters is the fun conversation that we're having and we're just going to look yeah. past this and go ahead. Right? Um, what is the dumbest way you've been injured? Dumbest way I've been injured? Yes. <laughs> uh, just walking and falling. And I've been, I've growing up, I've been known uh, as a child who just would keep falling down. Like just while everyone's just normally walking, I would be the one who fell down and hurt myself. So yeah, I, it still happens at times. All right. Favorite book? Yeah. Favorite book? Uh, I like the book uh, Grit by Angela Duckworth. I really love it. It's one of my favorite books and I think everyone should read it. Okay. Uh, I just, uh, just love the way she wrote it. Yeah. All right. Favorite color? Mm-hmm. I love black. Okay. Favorite food? Yes. Food, I love anything Asian. So... Okay. It's a huge uh, variety of things right. there. Okay. Favorite dessert? Uh, anything that's with Nutella. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Favorite TV show? Um, Friends. Uh, and I like my newfound love was Suits for a while. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, your favorite childhood memory? Uh, my childhood memories with my best friend, I have tons of them. Uh, her name is Aparna and we grew up together in the same neighborhood. So we've had tons of memories, uh, cycling, playing Lagori. I don't know if many people know what that is. It's Seven Stones, uh, hide and seek, just sitting on the terrace eating uh, a chocolate called Charge. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if anybody knows about that, but it got discontinued. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've, uh, tons of memories. Uh, wouldn't be able to pick a favorite one, honestly. All right. What childish, yeah. what childish thing you do now and still enjoy? Uh, dance with my kids. Just put on uh, some music and while cleaning the room, just dance and, you know, just be goofy. So, yeah. Okay. What is the craziest thing you remember one of your teachers doing? Um... I think on Children's Day, <laughs> uh, just, you know, dressing up uh, as a huge uh, brinjal and then falling. So, yeah, it's, and she did it on purpose. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was funny. Right, right. I and think teachers really went out there on Children's Day to do things. So, I think it was really funny. Yeah. Yes. And yes, I remember seeing teachers doing things on Children's Day when I was in school as well. And now being in school. Uh, especially in the same school, you and I can see what the teachers do in our yeah. school as well, which is uh, a lot of fun. And the kids have a lot of memories to take back with them and grow up with. Yeah. Uh, but that brings me back to the school uh, because I want to talk yeah. to you a little bit about, in general, as a whole, mental health in school. Because uh, we are recording this podcast a few days before World Mental Health Day and October is dedicated to mental health and it's not restricted to but uh, it's dedicated to mental health. So I just want to talk to you about where you stand, what is your perspective, understanding ideas on mental health in school. Yeah, so I think um, it's really, really important for any educator, any teacher to understand the importance of uh, mental health, uh, you know, in children. So we often neglect or we often are not able to recognize, you know, what's going on with the child uh, because, you know, obviously they find it very difficult to talk about it because they themselves cannot understand what's going on. 
So there's a fine line between what is a developmental change in a child and what is a mental health issue in a child. Because, you know, sometimes we just associate things to age, but sometimes a child could be uh, really going through a, a problem that any adult would go through. But we don't um, associate mental health issues with children usually. Uh, so as a school and as an educator and as a teacher, uh, or anyone who's dealing with children, it's very important to be aware of, you know, um, what are the mental health issues out there and, you know, you know what to kind of look out for, um, how to identify is very hard, but, you know, some amount of education in that would be very helpful for anybody who's dealing with children. So I think it's very important because if we don't help them, then it plays out in different ways um, with their health, with their education, with their social skills, and and that's detrimental to any child, right? And we are, if if we we are in a you know uh, in an educational institution, then it is our duty to kind of you know make sure that the child is receiving all these things and be available to them for this, right? So I think it's really important uh, to kind of learn, educate, um, become aware um, about mental health in children, uh, which I find very difficult to explain to parents because they don't want to accept or they don't want to kind of look into it you know when the child is having a hard time so i think it's really important and um, to kind of educate even parents about it right right uh, so that is a little bit about mental health in school and this is more specific to it being Maybe one-on-one -on -one interaction, just understanding where mm -hmm. a student or a child right. comes from. Uh, but I want to talk yeah. to you about uh, what do you feel about mental health and its awareness being inculcated into curriculum? I think it's really important and I hope and wish that happens uh, very soon. Because what happens is, uh, I think to start with, it, if teachers could be trained in uh, this, before you even introduce it to children uh, because you know that because they are the first line of defense when a child is going through something right so it's always a good idea if you know teachers are more aware and teachers are more educated about it and talking about bringing this into curriculum yes it would be very helpful for even a child to identify or start identifying if he or she is feeling a certain way and uh, I think if it is introduced in, in, in any curriculum, what will happen is it will firstly break the stigma that, you know, uh, that this is not real and this exists and, you know, this is okay to talk about um, and speak about, you know. So I think, um, there, although like psychology as a subject, which is introduced in 11th and 12th grade, which I'm teaching right now, does introduce a large part of it. So you will notice that, uh, if you, I mean, you are in the same school as I am, so you'll notice that the 11th and 12th graders are a little more aware about mental health and uh, mental illnesses and, you know, uh, they have a wider understanding of it because they're studying the subject. Not exactly, you know, um, counselling per se, but then they are trying to understand the subject. So, you know, they have a broader understanding of it and it's helpful for them because they come out and talk. Uh, they want to reach out to other kids. So I think uh, just noticing this, I feel like it's so important to have it part of the curriculum. And I hope that in some way it can be introduced um, because it doesn't, it's not there right now. 
Right. And I think yeah. you have also done a lot of things in the school to make people more aware of, uh, say, mental health or uh, yeah. uh, the psychology department in school has done this as well because there is going to be a couple of uh, things they're doing in the next few days as uh, a right. way of making people more aware of this, right? Do you want to talk a little about that? Yeah. So we've done uh, we've done a couple of, uh, you know... Um, one-on-one sessions with teachers and we've also done it with students we've done um, group therapy on uh, self-esteem and gratitude and anxiety Uh, so we've been touching upon topics that we feel are you know required right now but in the next few days uh, because it is mental health uh, month worldwide and uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to uh, break the stigma by getting everyone to pledge to talk, to help, and to speak. Uh, so the children of twelfth uh, grade are doing this in the school, uh, with, within the school itself. But they are, uh, you know, they want everyone to pledge and basically be able to speak out, to help out, to reach out when in need. So kind of making it normalizing that approach with everybody else. So we are looking forward to that, uh, and I'm glad that uh, it's coming from the children. So that's great. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. And mm-hmm. I, I, I do understand that there will be uh, a video or some sort of recording of this and it will be put online yes. and everything. So in case our viewers, yeah. our listeners are curious about what you are doing in the space of the school and with regard to what you just spoke of, I will find a way to put that in the description as well so you can uh, find out more and not just look at it in that sense, but even personally maybe take a pledge uh, on your own as well so uh, to be able to reach out to more people and understand where they're coming from and uh, from that I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, what you do personally because uh, I know that you are a counselor and you are part of a network of counselors and together you try to make the world a better place uh, but um, I also know that you're working on a project right now where uh, you are trying to set up your own space. So why don't you tell me a yes. little bit about that? Thank you, uh, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, so I'm a counselor and I do have a private practice. Um, I used to work for different centers before the pandemic happened. Uh, so there was a lot of face-to-face counseling um, you know, that went about. But ever since the pandemic hit, I've uh, been available only online. And uh, I have individual clients, uh, especially from the age of 18 to 40. I don't know. I find a lot of people approaching me from that age group. And it's been um, quite remarkable because I've been able to reach out, uh, you know, to clients beyond Bangalore. So that's Delhi, you know, and there's like, uh, you know, Northeast and Bombay and even abroad for the matter. So that... This has opened up a new way of reaching out and people are reaching out um, from other countries as well. So this is what I do right now. Right now it's online and I basically counsel. Um, I don't have a particular, you know, purest way of uh, therapy. Uh, It's more, you know, person-centered and whatever the person comes with, uh, we kind of work with that and uh, there's no pure approach that I take. So um, that's what I think works with most people. And uh, yes, I am looking at a new project coming my way. I'm planning to set up my own space. 
uh, it's called the therapy fix and uh, really like one place which will provide a safe space for people to be able to talk uh, children to be able to talk and uh, along with counseling there will be other things that will kind of complement their you know therapy sessions so uh, yeah um, waiting for it to happen it's a work in progress awesome and I'm looking forward to it because a lot of people uh, do have counseling centers and I'm not saying that that's not what's supposed to be there whatever because I honestly don't know about that personally but uh, to anybody listening to this uh, uh, if you ever need some place to be at someone to talk to someone to be able to understand what you're going through counseling is an amazing uh, space for you to be able to do that and even even if not Seema uh, you can find someone whom you're comfortable with uh, because uh, it's always good to take care of your mental health just as much as you're taking care of your physical health or anything else. Uh, but I also want to say that having known Seema personally, uh, I do know that whatever she has in the work is going to be something different, something unique. And even though she's just given us a little teaser right now, I'm looking forward to what you have in store, Seema. And uh, if people want to get in touch with you either to know more about your projects, to know more about where they can get in touch with people to talk with or even if they're interested in uh, starting sessions with you, how would they be able to do that, Seema? Uh, so, of course, you can reach out to me on my number uh, and uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, you can put out the link of the page. Um, however, you know, you can also email me. So these are different ways to kind of get in touch. And once they get in touch with me, of course, I will guide them on how we can go about it. Um, right now, there are options of uh, having face-to-face counseling as well. Uh, places are opening up. So that, again, has, uh, you know, this is opened up for me. So, yeah, so we, I will obviously guide them once we talk, once we talk, looking at her, their schedule, my schedule. And according to that, we will go ahead with it. Yeah. Awesome. So guys, get in touch with Seema if you need to know anything yes. with regard to anything and about counseling and psychology. Don't ask her questions about um, biometrics and things like that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, whatever she's spoken about, I will link those in the description as well. And uh, with that Seema, we have come to the very end of this conversation and to end it off, I want to ask you if you have something to tell students, a message of sorts. It could be from the conversation that we had. It could be from your ideology and things, places where you're coming from. Or it could be something in general as well. What would you tell students today? All right. So I would just say that, you know, um, you should... It is a very difficult time uh, for everyone to be at home to kind of miss out so much that has happened, whether it is college, whether it is school, whether it is a sport you played or just, you know, just meeting your friends. A lot, you know, has changed. And as much as there's a lot of focus on what adults are going through, um, I just want you to know that we are also aware that you've had a really tough time at home. And uh, even though you're getting back to school, there is a huge gap. Uh, that has been created in terms of socializing, in terms in terms of learning. And, um, of course, uh, nobody knows what you have been through uh, while being at home, uh, whether you've taken care of a sick person, whether you've taken care of yourself, whether you have studied, 
uh, you have found difficult to study. So there are a lot of challenges uh, we all know that you have faced. And I think that it's a good time uh, to reach out to, you know, people you trust or, you know, a counselor or a therapist or, you know, uh, take care of the things that are still bothering you. Uh, this is not just about talking about emotions, but, you know, learning to, you know, help regulate them uh, because um, it is very important that you stay healthy mentally, uh, take care of yourself physically and, um, you know, be, be more aware of what you would like to do for yourself. So take care of yourself uh, and reach out to, you know, people who are around you. Uh, and if you feel that, you know, you would rather reach out to someone who is a professional, then there are a lot of counseling centers in Bangalore. Uh, you can reach out to me. You can reach out, reach out to the counselor at your school, college, university. Uh, so I would say that, you know, don't, uh, don't feel like you're alone and don't think that you can't take care of something that's happened. Uh, we can take care of everything. Uh, you know, mentally and physically. So do reach out and, um, yeah, be more open to taking help, giving help. Thank you so much, Tema. Yeah. And uh, the same question I'm going to ask you again, but this is with regard, with regard to parents. What is the message that you would give parents? Yeah. Um, I would say the same thing that, you know, it's been difficult even for parents to manage their lives and their financial issues and, you know, just so many things, family, health and their children in this in that same space. Uh, as much as adults have gone through a lot, your children also have been through uh, a lot and they probably might not show it or they might not talk about it because they themselves don't understand a lot of it. So I would say that, you know, be a little more aware uh, in if if you have seen and if you see any changes in your children uh anything that has uh you know something that they never used to do or never used to say and just be more aware uh, more observant and if you feel like there is a change and you're not able to understand that then i guess it's a good idea to bring it to notice either to with their teachers or with their school counselors or somebody who can help you with it and not ignore it because uh, what happens is then that will just kind of you know, build into something else and you don't want that. So today when things have opened up and, uh, you know, it's easier to reach out, uh, I think it's a good idea to be, you know, willing to go and get that help for your child if you feel like there are changes in them. Yeah. Or if you feel like, you know, they're not eating well, they're not sleeping well, they're not socializing or, you know, they're, they've, they've lost interest in the things they like to do. Uh, so these are a couple of signs you can pick up and of course if it's a one-off thing you don't have to worry but if you see like a prolonged behavior in a child I mean that's a cue for you to go and get some help for them and for yourself as well. So I would say that uh, be observant and uh, get the help in time. Yeah, I'm sure there is um, there are a lot more things that you can say Seema because this is not mm -hmm. uh, something that you can talk about and bring it into a very small session like this yeah, uh, but uh, whatever you have said um, has a lot of meaning to it and uh, even I was able to learn a lot from what you're saying because even though over the past few years everyone's been talking about counseling and mental health and therapy and the importance of it and this has been going on like a record but still no matter how many times people say it 
you still need to talk about it and you still need to repeat it and you still need to do things to make people more aware of it so i think this conversation has very successfully done that and um, i thank you seema i thank you for being on this uh, podcast with me and for uh, taking the time out uh, even though we did have a little bit of a technical difficulty the previous time we tried to record this this works out very well so uh, thank you so much seema and uh, i Awesome. This was really fun and thank you for just you know giving me the opportunity to kind of reach out like we've been uh talking about but yeah thank you for having me up. Thank you. Thank you once again and uh we will be meeting each other soon so hopefully we'll be able to continue sure. this conversation in person as well. So thank you once again Seema. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest from troposphere and tropocast you can follow us on instagram the handle is @troposphere and make sure to check out this video when it's out on youtube thanks again and i'll see you next time